Hello, and welcome to book zero, um, before. Uh, my name is Frog, I am the DM for the podcast Dicebenders D&D, and uh, for those of you that have listened thus far, you'll know that our game takes place in the Avatarverse, created by uh, Bright, published by Nickelodeon. However, a lot has changed from what we know in Legend of Korra to today, uh, and this little series that I'm putting in between episodes is there to uh, explain what happened in the 50-year span between uh, the book four of Korra and today. Uh, this is completely unscripted besides the small bullet points of the 50 years of history that I have made for the show. Uh, and the topics that we'll be covering in here are basically the questions that any fans have of the show, like what happened with Korra, um, how many schools are open, um, what's going on in the Earth Kingdom, what's the United Provinces, things like that. Uh, I went to ask a lot of the people that are in our Discord uh, what exactly they were curious about. If they had one question to ask, what would it be? And we got overwhelming uh, responses for Korra. What got me into going into the direction that we will be taking today is uh, my good friend and GM for the podcast Hexgrid Heroes, Don. Uh, he responded with a question that made complete sense to ask, though I never even thought it. And it was simple. Did Korra and Asami get married? Thank you, Don, for that question that's leading me into what we're talking about today. As a disclaimer for any big Avatar fans, uh, the comic books are vaguely referenced in this 50-year span, um, so I try to give as much justification as I can. I just simply don't have the comics, so I can't put references there. If you guys would send me one, that'd be awesome, but I'm not going to ask. Uh, I will try to keep my rambling to a minimum. I can ramble a lot. Uh, without any further ado, let's begin. The year that Book 4 took place is the year 174 AG, which means after genocide. At the same year, we've got King Wu, who eventually became the king of the Earth Kingdom. Now, between Korra's time in 174 and this next date that I'll be bringing up, she did have a few things going on in the comics. I know that she had to uh, battle it out with Kuvira one last time uh, and, and things like that. However, in the Dicebender verse, uh, she stayed very fixated on helping the White Lotus uh, and trying to maintain control as the world peace provider. Um, due to the corresponding natures of the two groups, the Team Avatar and the Order of the White Lotus, as they were known at this time, they decided to start opening up schools. Uh, the first school of the White Lotus was opened up in 183 AG with the help of Korra, this one was opened in the Southern Water Tribe area, Korra's home. 
Uh, they chose this area partially because that's where she was from, and another part was they already had a good foundation there. Now, the relationship between Korra and Asami were still going strong. She did not give up on it whatsoever, despite how busy she has been between 174 and 183. Almost 10 years. Finally, though, in 184 AG, Korra and Asami were wed. They were married on one of the islands near the South Pole in honor of uh, where Korra was at the time, physically. Uh, but yes, they did in fact get married. The following year, Korra and the Fire Nation, for at this point now, uh, Zuko has passed on. Uh, taken in place, of course, there was Fire Lord Izumi at the time. Uh, she was able to work with Korra and the White Lotus in forming another school in the Fire Nation, which is the Fire Nation White Lotus School formed in 185. Over the years, a number of different schools uh, continued to open up due to Korra's work. In 186, the Northern Air Temple was erected into a White Lotus School. In 194, the Southern Air Temple converted into a White Lotus School. Uh, in the same year, the Northern Air Temple School became the headquarters for the White Lotus. Uh, something that's unique with the Southern Air Temple, however, is although it is the school, it's also the Air Temple for the nomads to live. Between 194 and 214 AG, Korra stayed very busy. Uh, her and Team Avatar were helping to kind of build up the rapport for the White Lotus. Uh, no longer called the Order of the White Lotus by this time, it was called the White Lotus Society. Between these dates, from 194 to 214, the biggest thing that happened was the United Provinces of the Earth Nation was formed, uh, which is the western half of what is the Earth Kingdom in the world of Avatar. Uh, Omashu is technically in the United Provinces. The Great Divide is a part of the United Provinces. The Desert is a part of the United Provinces, so on and so forth. The same year they erected the United Provinces White Lotus School, uh, which is obviously the starting point of Dicebenders. That's where uh, Taro and Torque were practicing in the very first episode. But in 214 AG. Uh, now this is 30 years after Korra and Asami got married. There was an island, the island that they got married on, uh, that was chosen for a giant statue known as Korashima. It's Korra's island. Uh, the statue is a representation of both Korra and Asami, their relationship. The two of them are standing as tall as the Statue of Liberty in our world, where they're both holding hands, though facing opposite directions. Korra facing the Southern Water uh, tribe civilization, because that's where she's from, and Asami looking towards Republic City, because that's where she's from. The statue represents their, the unity despite their coming up in 217. This year is where it gets particularly juicy. 
the Earth King, King Wu, is assassinated. Korra took it very personally, especially because she was there when it happened. Unfortunately, due to Korra's actions, despite what the White Lotus Society was trying to tell her to do, she went off to try to discover the events of what took place on her own. It was the same year after a few months of the assassination that her body was washed ashore on Chameleon Bay. She died rather young for an avatar as well, at the age of 64. Now, although her death is unclear, what is entirely clear is that she dedicated her life into being a world leader, not just for the spirits, but for benders and non-benders alike. The schools are a representation of this. The schools were erected for the White Lotus to become the world police in Korra's absence, basically allowing her to feel confident in the peacekeeping in an area that she's not in, as well as to be sources of information for the Avatar once they are uh, discovered, if they are discovered. Ultimately, her biggest accomplishment and biggest attempt was forming these schools to let the Avatar after her have information at their fingertips as to what to do because she didn't know she could be there for them. So, that took a little longer than I thought it would. I do apologize. These episodes are not supposed to be too long. It's just a brief description of uh, a few of the events that happened between uh, Book 4 of Korra and uh, now. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys thought. Uh, this was unscripted. Perhaps I may do a scripted version next time. Give me some feedback. You know, let me know in my Discord. Let me know uh, basically wherever you guys follow us. And also let me know what your thoughts are on uh, everything that was said. Again, this is Frog. Um, and yes, thank you. I don't know how to end this, so... Goodbye now.